Warning, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based on psychic impressions and true life events that may be potentially frightening and or disturbing to some viewers. Any of the information that is shared in this production should not replace the advice of medical professionals and is intended for general purposes only. Viewer discretion is advised. Hey, Chastity. Yes? What's the name of this recording? Why can't we have nice things? Right? Like, for real. Like, for real, for real, for real. It's been one hell of a week, y'all. Yeah. It's been a one hell of, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 minutes. It's actually been two weeks since we've recorded. Because we've had a lot of things going on, like... Emily's been working super hard on her stuff. I've been working super hard on my stuff and on this case that I had with my client that I told y'all about last week and all kinds of things have happened. But you know what? We just went through the, you know, lunar eclipse that was in Scorpio and we're in Mercury retrograde and all that's getting ready to come to an end. So the day that we launch this episode will be the end of Mercury retrograde. You know... I don't know what it is. I kind of like Mercury in retrograde. It's weird. Well, some people actually do better during Mercury retrograde because it lines up with their astrological placements. And some people were born during Mercury retrograde. And you can kind of tell by their mood if they're born during Mercury retrograde. So that's something that I'll have to look into you into for you. Yeah, I want to know. Yeah, I'll find out yeah. for sure. I'll put it in my mad astrologist... Uh, app and just do it i'm gonna do it yeah yeah so we are two mediums that specialize in the paranormal our purpose is to shed light on what goes bump in the night that's why we call this podcast lights at midnight lamp <laughs> the lamp fam yeah <laughs> i hope y'all get that like i'm totally wanting to make and emily was like no don't do it but then she saw it and she really liked it i really want to make shirts with light bulbs on them <laughs> yes we'll talk about it we'll talk about i know it. <laughs> i mean it's cute looking i know but we actually we talked about it in plushy form we want to make plushy i want oh to make God, plushy yes. light bulbs <laughs> <laughs> like literally the design you made but as a plushie exactly that would be so cool why not? I mean, maybe one day, maybe one day. But yeah, guys, we have quite a bit. To, well, this might not be as long of an episode as last week for sure, because that was a lot of information and we had a promo, which we have another one today, actually, we'll get into in a bit. But today we're going to talk about manifestation and meditation. So they're two different practices, but they do have similar actions and they they produce results, right? But there's similarities and differences between manifestation and meditation, but they coincide with each other. That's why we put them together. And it's going to be like a beginner's um, episode. So if you're already, you know, into your practices and stuff, this might just be an overview for you. But if you're just getting started, it would be, you know, a great place to get information from. And of course, we'll be keeping it spooky. So even though we're going to be moving into more psychic things and stuff we still obviously have tons of spooky information and stories for you guys because we are two mediums that specialize in the paranormal but we also do our own form of spiritual guidance so this is kind of where we're at 
in this super long season. And we are literally over halfway now. So we are probably a third of the way, two thirds of the way done with this season, um, which is crazy. This is episode 20, guys. Yeah, so. time flies when you're having fun. I know, or being really, really busy. I know. <laughs> but it has been fun. This has been an opportunity that I'm grateful for. You know, we have learned things. You know, we have made connections. Like, I mean, it, it's definitely a growth opportunity. And I hope that reflects into our listeners. I hope that you have grown with us and gained a larger perspective on not just the paranormal, but spirituality in general. That's the whole purpose of this season one. We want to keep this as evergreen content and we want to make a library for people to come back and new people that are just getting into this. So yeah, we also have some announcements to make. So this Wednesday, we will be doing our part two with Kevin from Where the Weird Ones Are. And yeah, super awesome. He's really, really cool. If you haven't checked out his podcast, Where the Weird Ones Are, love the name definitely you can uh, get it on Spotify or Apple or YouTube and you'll be able to see again our big heads talking on uh, YouTube <laughs> and also too we have an announcement to make we have made it in socials we are now paired up with uh, the Hensdale house the infamous haunted Hensdale house in Hensdale New York and we are now a part of their affiliates the whole purpose of this though is to help the restoration efforts of this super iconic place and you know because there's a lot of things that need to be done and they want to preserve this you know this house for paranormal research and I personally uh, believe in the amount of paranormal research that's come out of this place that it's very valuable this place reminds me the area and everything reminds me a lot of where I used to live in a way even though it's in upstate New York and I'm kind of near the Appalachian Mountains, or Appalachia, as some of you guys call it. Um, we call it Appalachian, okay? Okay. But <laughs> we, uh, it reminds me a lot of that. It really does. So definitely, guys, uh, the link's down in the description of the show, or if you're watching us or listening, rather, on YouTube, you can find it in the description box down below. And if you follow our link, you can get 10% off of your order, and you can help support the Hensdale House, and the restoration efforts. And we will be inserting a full promo into this episode as well, probably mid-roll. Also, um, last night, I sat down with the Psychic Sleuth and discussed some things, all things haunted. It's kind of things that I've discussed here, but um, Emily was kind of a, she was in the chat and being awesomely supportive, but I just wanted to mention that. So if anybody's interested in checking that out, you can check uh, out the Psychic Sleuth channel or you can find it on my channel. And it's like a three hour live and we answer some questions and stuff. I think that would be super beneficial for folks that are really just getting into this type of work. Also, I know a lot of people from her channel may be coming to check out our podcast. So I want to tell you guys, thank you for your support. If you have any questions, feel free to email here at the podcast or um myself personally and Emily she definitely me and her can work together we're considering starting our own services guys mm -hmm. for lights at midnight so like a collective service so that might be something that we're going to be doing in the near future I just kind of wanted to say that too as a tie-in and again last week we did a promo for energy mindfulness I don't if you listened to last week's episode you got a full review you can go to our 
link in our bio. So we do it all through Linktree now and you can find Kevin's podcast. You can find uh, Energy Mindfulness and you can find the Hensdale House links all there. So that is the updates for this week. And now we have some experiences dun, 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 mm-hmm. to share with you. Mm-hmm. For sure. So Emily, would you like to start off by sharing your week's experience? Yas. So, so, okay. If you didn't know, I run a Patreon for my own channel and um, whatnot. But so one of the services is I have to do readings for a certain tier and so when I was doing that for one of my patrons I was channeling in this person or this spirit and it's like it's funny because the person that I was doing the reading for is Australian (laughs) but like the person I was channeling with they were speaking also in a similar accent but it was a female but old timey in the way of like the way that they spoke isn't exactly what is currently said or how it's said, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, she started speaking to me in, in her language and I was writing as she was talking to me and it was freaky because, you know, she was like correcting me on my spelling She's like, no, it's born with an E at the end. I was like, what? There's a born with an E at the end? (laughs) (laughs) And that's how they spell it in Australia probably, right? I don't know. No, it's a different word. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that that can kind of place it. Oh, gosh. If you look that, I didn't know that. You didn't tell me that part, you know. So if you look that up, you can see where the translation and like you can date it by that word. Yeah, you can date I, it and see if it was spelt have, that way at a certain time period. I have to do that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because words, you know, they change over time, but it also will give you like a place because, you know, people in England spell the words differently than we do, like mm-hmm. color. They spell it with a U and we yeah. don't. So it's probably similar. So, I mean, that's something to look into for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I was doing that and then... Like you said, you were on the um, live with Rochelle and, you know, as her dogs are going off, I see a standoff between her spirit guides and dark things. And then she validated it because she says that happens from time to time. And it's so weird because I couldn't read the chat. Yeah. Like I could, I could, but it was just too much. Like I had two chats going and then trying to be focused on the live. So I couldn't really get into the chat. Like, you know, you or obviously you or Rochelle could, cause she had it right in front of her. And while, when you said that I had already seen the hallway, I saw it like through Rochelle's eyes and in the hallway, there was like a black kind of figure. And I mean, we were talking about some not super dark stuff, but darker stuff. And she says that happens all the time. And then, yeah, Emily validated that like perfectly. Mm-hmm. So between the three of us, like I'm, I'm going to have to send, I'm going to, I'm going to send Rochelle some cleansing spray. I told her I'm going to make her some because yeah, we got to get that thing out of there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of stuff happen, but that's just like a few, but Chastity, what about you? Do you have any paranormal experiences for this week? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I've been working on the case with uh, my client and she has been through a lot. So and this case has 
went further than any case that I've ever worked, which I'm happy to report. Like, I'm happy to say that, you know, she found other people that she could work with and brought into her home. So the work that I did with her is I've been working to kind of like basically energetically heal her and to identify any type of spirits. I got validation from the team that come in. They got EVPs to validate the things that I picked up. They got information about the area, which is so, it's been very validating for me. And at some point I will be sitting down with my client and we will be doing a video on this because it's an extremely interesting story. It's an extremely spooky story. And I have learned stuff from this story. Um, and I think it's something that and my client does want to share it with everybody with the, you know, on the basis of she now wants to help people. She, she's very much like us. And I say us like me and Emily and the people that resonate with the type of work that we do. So she has found her tribe. She is really, really sweet person. <clears throat> um, let's see. So, we kind of solved, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent that, and I didn't choose this name for the entity and I'm not going to share it here, but I will say that I picked up that it was like a demonic elemental. Well, there has been discoveries based on research and certain things that have happened where we've kind of, I say we, the other people she was working with, they, they really wanted like a name of the entity, not like like the demonic, uh, not a demonic name, but the type of entity, because this is something that I haven't uh, personally worked with a lot, but I knew it was a different type of energy. So that has been found out. Um, and so, yeah, we've actually found out the type of entity it could potentially be. And I'm, I would say I can agree about 90% with what the other team found, because it does line up. Um, but there's like multi-layers, multi-levels to this entity. Um, it's not 100% like demonic out of the, you know, out of the things that we've been taught. But it has abilities very close to that. And um, yeah, I mean, super scary experiences. But I'm happy to report that the energy is no longer in my client's home. I'm happy to report that she is feeling better. I have sent her... Um, a crystal pack. I have sent her some moon water spray, some essential oils, and she started using that as of Thursday. So a couple days now. And she is energetically like in the process of getting everything cleared out. And in her home, everything's cleared out except for she is having some um, human spirits visit her now because she is highly intuitive and she is in the phase of what I like to call like once you kick something that's been so close to you like out of your area and out of your energy or magnetic field so to speak it just gets further back and it keeps getting further and further further and further away the more you the more you keep pushing it back and that's just kind of how this stuff works I've seen it in spirit like that and you know, luckily I'm able to advise her on this and it starts messing with your your mentals it starts messing with you in between the sleep and awake phase and that is kind of where she's at now so we pretty sure some of it might be human entities but it still could be something to do with the negative entity as well i so, feel like so like when you have abilities but then you have a negative entities they can a block your third eye from seeing other things and True. or 
other entities will see that it's bad and not want to be around it. So I feel like because she's had this thing, she wasn't aware that she was able to see the human stuff. It's very possible. And I mean, this thing has only been around her for like three months. Okay. Yeah. So it's, but you're right though. I'm not disvaluing that at all. You're right. So it could be a little bit of both, but it, either way, it's important to note, to note that a hundred percent because they can block you. And that's part of what happened. I think with her is like, they were blocking her ability to call out for help. Like we've talked about, you know? Yeah. So um, that's very valid and it could be, and it could be now that she's opening up more spiritually, they're kind of coming to her because human spirits, like just earthbound, normal human spirits that don't cause too many problems, they still can cause problems, but not, some of them cause a lot more than others. But generally, they're just going to come and go whether you, it, we're not, protect, we've protected and cleansed our house, but it's easier for them sometimes to get through when we're gearing our protection to something else. Because I'm energetically focused on the nasty thing. And I don't know 100% how that, what exactly the other people use, but I do know uh, it had to do with some Appalachian like folk traditions and herbs and sound healing. So, um I normally normally there's nothing left behind when I do my cleansing so I don't I, I'm not saying anything negative or anything but I'm just saying something's off and here's why and I'm not <clears throat> how can I say this something's off because this thing is trapped outside of her house and we actually have video or yeah video and audio proof um it is crazy it is I mean, I've seen videos like kind of like this before, but knowing the whole backstory behind what my client caught, um, she actually has some really crazy evidence and it points to this thing basically being right outside of her window um, based on the sounds that it's known to make and just how it can is trying to get back in. And it's even the place that I picked up on it coming through like when it it travels through it's traveling through that exact window based on some other things um that's happened which I may have spoke of last week but I'm not going to elaborate on I just want you guys to know it's extremely horrifying uh if you were to hear something out like this outside of your window some people would be moving out and never come back some people just deal with it but the, the lucky thing is is it couldn't get in because of the barriers that had been placed so um that's really like there's several things that's happened over the last two weeks, but that is really the highlight um, of my this week's experiences. So uh, if there's any more updates that I can share, I will share next week. If not, I'll be moving on to another uh, weekly or biweekly experience for you guys. I was so going to say, stay tuned. too, like because of this incident, though, she's more like aware of her surroundings, too. Yeah. So that further opens her up as well. Yeah, and it can. So she spiritually has knocked down walls and she has yeah. always saw stuff. Like she's always saw stuff based on her career. And I mean, I can't, I don't know how much she wants me to share with that, but she has always saw things, but it's different this time. It's different in the way like she's opening up spiritually and like allowing, uh, you know, we did too. The same thing happened to us. We yeah. became more aware after we had 
you know, our big haunting experience. So it's, it's, I mean, a hundred percent. Um, but she, I will say for the viewers, she has always seen stuff. She's even seen an Ikatomi. Like for real, for real. So I was very, uh, very excited to hear that because you don't hear people talk about the Ikatomi, which is the spider entity. She actually saw one in a hospital, just like I did doing the same exact thing. So that's some validation. That there. freaks me out. I don't like spiders. Yeah, this is crazy. So there's something going on with the Ikatomi entity. And, you know, I, me and her live about six hours away from each other. So, but yeah, that kind of concludes. Unless Emily has anything she wants to add about the whole entire uh, situation or anything. Okay. I'm, that's all I got for this week. Well, you know what they say. Get bug spray and spray that some bitch. Get you some pepper spray and some of that. What's that other stuff that they use? A fucking blowtorch or get yeah, you like flamethrower yeah, and set it on fire. Yeah. A real life lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something. Ain't no damn spider entity gonna come suck stuff out of me. Mm -hmm. You can go to you can go back to hell where it belongs. Not in my house. <laughs> yep. Can't even swat it with fly swat. It won't work. I have to metaphysical fly swats. Listen, okay. I have a metaphysical sword. I'll chop that bitch. Yeah. I'm just going to have to explode it with my mind or something like 11. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the you got the light in your hands and shit. Yeah, that's true. I, may, I Well, and I do elemental stuff. Your so hand I just... pew pews. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got metaphysical pew pews on my hands. Mm -hmm. Pew pew. I'm gonna blow it up. I'm gonna start making little light bombs out mm -hmm. of it and shit. So if I swear I would try. If I, something like that come after me, oh, you best believe it's mm -hmm. going it's going back to hell where it belongs. Yep. Okay. 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 Speaking of right. those things, you know how we do that? We do that through manifestation, right, Jess? <laughs> <laughs> yes it is kind of it is through manifestation that is correct and you get there through meditation <laughs> but it's a very specific part of manifestation i will say that and that leads us right into the meat of the episode <laughs> so manifestation is the process of bringing something your uh, something into your life basically through your thoughts and feelings and beliefs and in every one of everything i just said is super important your thoughts your feelings and beliefs it is the idea that you can create your own reality by focusing on what you want and taking it in action like taking it to action you have to you have to act upon these things it is partly in your mind and i know that sounds super duper crazy and people are like it's your imagination well guess what your imagination is really really powerful so there's really many different benefits to manifestation or to be able to manifest um, but it really includes visualization and that involves creating a clear mental image of course of what you want to manifest and that's super important in psychic work in general affirmations so these are positive statements of course and you want to kind of, you know, repeat these things. It's just like when you want to build your self-love. Like, I love myself. I am beautiful. And you keep telling yourself that. And it is said that the affirmations daily will tend to raise your vibration. It's just like the rice experiment. When you talk shit to one, you know, one pile of rice. And you talk 
you know, <laughs> lovely to the other one. And the one you talk like shit is going to look like shit by the end of it. So you have to do that to yourself. Y'all, I'm in a mood today. If you can't tell. So just go with it. Y'all know what I mean. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> gratitude. So taking time to appreciate what you already have and just be thankful. And that creates a positive mindset. And it's super important. Just like, and I, we're not talking about forgiveness right now, but forgiveness and gratitude go hand in hand. Um, super important to be thankful for what you already have, because when you're not, it puts you in a lower vibration. And then action, taking steps towards your goals and dreams is essential, is essential for manifestation. I have done this in my life, even before I knew what manifestation was. And we're going to get a little more into that in a bit, but I am living proof that you can manifest your goals and your dreams with manifestation. You don't even have to call it manifestation. You could just call it doing shit or having your goals or meeting your goals. You don't have to put a label on it. Because when people put labels on stuff like manifestation and meditation. It's witchcraft. Get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that exactly. You know, exactly. That's one thing. But also what I was going to say was, yeah, you know, you get stones thrown at you, you know, and shit. Well, but yeah, it's, it's that one thing. And then the other thing is, is it becomes harder. It becomes harder to be able to like get in the routine. It's like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to manifest my desires today. <laughs> it's cool. No worries. I mean, it's a good point. I'm, I'm, I'm not devaluing it at all. It's a valid fucking point. Um, but yeah, I mean, whatever they want to call it, it fucking works. Manifestation works, guys. Okay, y'all, we're, we're on one today. All right. So manifestation is not a quick fix, but it can be a powerful tool for creating the life you want. And remember, guys, we get a lot of a lot of times we get what we want, but a lot of times we get what we need to. So I want to add that in there. If you are committed to the process, you can start to see the results in your life. And yes, I vouch for that. So here are some tips for manifesting. Be clear about what you want. Uh, the more specific you are, the easier it will be to manifest your desires. You have to believe in yourself. So if you don't believe that you can manifest what you want, it will be much harder to achieve. And then mm -hmm. take action, of course. Manifestation is not about sitting around and waiting for things to happen. We do not hold our hands out and wait for opportunities to come our way. So if you don't take action, the universe takes action for you. Um, you'll need to take the steps towards your goals and your dreams and be patient. Manifestation takes time. Do not give up because you don't see results immediately. These motherfuckers out here today have attention spans of goldfish and it makes people impatient. And I mean, I'm, I'm trying to make it funny, but at the same time, it's facts. Like you have to be able to have patience when you're doing these things and just remember, and that's a part of like what I used to do. And I'm going to tell y'all what I used to do to get things that I wanted in life before I ever was considered myself a spiritual person, much less a psychic medium, you know, but um, yeah, so the patience is the virtue. I mean, they say that for a reason. Patience is so important. And I think that's what collectively like humanity needs more of. We need to be patient for the things that we want. And unfortunately, our lifestyles don't allow us to be patient. They constantly keep us in motion. But yeah, be patient. So that's pretty much all the just, you know, super specific things I have about manifestation. But what me and Em are going to do is we're going to kind of go back through this list and talk about 
different ways that we have done things like this in our life. So pretty much, Emily, do you have any type of story you want to share the, about your manifestation? Or would you like to go through like the visualization process, affirmations? Do you want to talk about that first or do you want to go into story time? I like story time. Okay. Application is the best kind. <laughs> okay. So an example for me, I'll give two. But like I was at work in my old office and I forgot my lunch. And I was like, God dang it. I'm so hungry. I wish I had some cookies. And then all of a sudden, my coworker comes in on his day off and brings me cookies. And I was like, yo, how did you know? <laughs> and he was like, I don't know, but here's your cookies. <laughs> and I was I feel like, fucking yes. inspired after that, Emily. I'm so fucking inspired right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then okay. I've done money candles too, where you light the candle and then you write on a piece of paper, like, Thank you, universe, for all that you have given me and yada, yada, yada. And be like, but hey, if you want to slide in a hundred or something, that would be awesome. <laughs> Make sure you put in, in your manifestation candle work, yada, 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 so the universe knows exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry. <laughs> for the sake of time, I was just, <laughs> don't make fun of me. <laughs> I'm I was sorry. Like, hey, I need some help here because I want Christmas presents for my boyfriend and my family. And I was like, I need a little help here. You gonna, you gonna help me out? Uh, uh. And yeah, so. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So the moral of the story is if you put, <laughs> if you put <laughs> your shit out there, you're going to get your yada yada shit back. Okay. And my hundred. But it can be in it could be immediate gratification or it can be something that happens and unfolds over time. The money thing took a long time, though. <laughs> <laughs> the cookies were instant. Step four. Yeah, step four. Be patient, guys. Okay? Be patient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for me, I guess I'm going to tell y'all about how I used to do this before I even knew what I was doing. So I'll use an example of, like, my goals. I would, I manifest through writing a lot. I've noticed, and there's a specific, and I should have, I should have found, I know the word, but of course I can't remember it here on the spot, but there is a word for manifestation through writing. So I channel through writing, I manifest through writing. And what I would do is I would set goals and stuff for myself. And I was very adamant about writing and I, and I don't mean typing, I mean like physically pen to paper because I mean as much as I, I type way more now than I ever used to because I prefer pen and paper that's just kind of how I grew up journaling and all that kind of stuff but I found by setting the goals and intentions that I wanted to do before I knew I was setting intentions that I could actually achieve those goals so as a young young lady back in my teenage and early 20s I made a list of shit that I wanted to do and I literally achieved everything that I wanted to do except one thing. And that was open a brewery. Because y'all know if you've listened to the podcast, like I was a bartender, event planner, event bartender, and I wanted to open a brewery. Well, my life changed. And thankfully, because that's not really what I want to do anymore, because I had my Saturn return. And now I do this. So this is much more meaningful than getting people 
you know, trashed. Although it was a lot of fun. I ain't going to sit here and lie. It was a lot of fun back in the day, but it, it's, you know, it's still a really cool industry. It's just not what I'm into. But by doing these things and like manifesting through writing, also things that I wanted. So for example, having like the impulses to go out and buy things like, oh man, I want a backyard uh, patio set. Gosh, I want one so bad. And you actually probably, let's say you have the money to buy one, which they've got outrageously expensive these days. But let's say you had the money in your bank account and you could, in your savings account, and you want to go out and buy a nice patio set. But you say to yourself, this is just a prime example. You say to yourself, man, I want it. And you get that impulse buy and you're like, you almost do it. But something says, wait, well, there's a reason because you manifest that into your life. And, you know, it could be a month later. It could be four months later. It could be a year later and it could be the next season. And you go back and you find something, you know, marked down way, 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 way cheaper because you had patience because you visualized it where it was. It's about creating your space. I've always been blessed with the ability to visualize. That's part of doing like event planning work. Um, I've always been able to set up. It doesn't matter what it is. I've always been able to visualize a space. And that has a lot to do with manifestation, especially people that set up events and people even it doesn't matter if you're in the event, event industry or not. If you are a person that is good at party planning or planning in general, you're probably very good at manifestation and you will possibly relate to what I'm saying here. Um, that's just part of it. So, I mean, I would wait for things like that. Like I wanted a, a bar to put in my like a little outside bar but I wanted to do it back like when I started bartending but I ended up getting an outside one and just used it inside and part of my kitchen made me like a little bar area where I could practice and we had friends over and stuff and um I finally got it it was like two or three hundred dollars and although I had the money at that time to go get it no problem I waited and where I waited I got it like 30% off so I was always telling myself because I didn't realize what I was doing just be patient. Good things come to those who wait. Patience is a virtue. Visualization and writing it down. And that's why journaling and keeping track of what you want to achieve. Now, there are times, I feel the need to say this, there are times in life, and I'm sure some of you are listening that have got to the point where you've done that, and now you're at the point where you've done everything that you want to do, or some things don't seem obtainable, and you're bored with life. And that means it's time to switch it up. It's time to aspire for more things. And I'm here to tell you, I went through that. After I achieved all that stuff, I went through all that. And then my path became this, this type of work, which I never would have guessed. But it took a while. And that was during my Saturn return. So I'm sure somebody needed to hear that. Just be, be patient because it will come to you, but you have to work for it. Whether that's mentally working for it or physically working for it. It will come to you. And you get what you need. You get what you want a lot of times too with patience, but you get what you need faster, especially with good karma. So that's kind of my experience with manifestation. I want to um, add something. Sure. I literally, I feel like I manifested my abilities because of a certain traumatic event that happened to me with somebody. And out of spite, I was like, you know what? I'm going to become stronger. And I did, I feel like. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me I can't and watch me fly. That's yeah, what I say. Exactly. Tell me I can't do something and watch me fly because you're going to see me and be waving and wishing that you would have been nice to me in the past. Mm -hmm. So that's all I've got to say. That's how I feel because I don't treat people badly. I'm not the type of person just to treat people 
like crap and or be um I was taught manners and we were literally just talking about that like a lot of people and I'm not saying our awesome listeners I'm saying there's a lot of people though that that don't have manners anymore and they don't have patience and this is like a lesson in life now I would like to add to the con- the conversation and experiences. Let's take it on a spooky route. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. talk about manifesting bad things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So manifest, you can manifest good things just like you can manifest bad things. So when you're in a lower vibration, you can manifest things in your life that are, you know, bad for you. Bad people, bad things, bad energy bad entities and it's not that you're and you can even manifest an entity based on thought forms and trauma and oogly booglies because of the crackhead near next door yes if you have (laughs) if you live in a exactly you tell people about that again that's a good example oh yeah okay yeah so i had the experience where i was in my room and all of a sudden this thing starts running around and it's like three feet tall and it's got bulging eyes, a big head and like Chucky Finster hair, but it's like black and all over the place. And he's just running around like, (laughs) and yeah. Yeah. So what, what I pin that down to, and this might sound silly to some people, but really think about what she just said. And Emily lives in an area that not far away is highly known for, drug activity let's just say it that way and um i firmly am a believer that people that get out there on certain types of drugs uh especially the ones that make you have bulging eyes and it looks like sorry it looked like skin. he was on meth yeah i was yeah i was yeah i just didn't know if i was gonna say it or not but yeah <laughs> let's just say it it looked like it's like literally somebody manifested a thought form because when you're on that type of stuff it, you kind of in a way that's what they do just it was amplified because it was in the spirit guys remember anything we do in the physical is represented in our spiritual energy and if you are a person that has the ability to create and everybody does but people some people are more apt being able to create poltergeist and thought form thought form type entities than others and what better way to create a wild ass bulging eyed like you know thought form energy than to be on something that dangerous and i mean i don't want to say this lightly because i know that there are people out there that suffer from addiction and suffer from you know having these problems and they're still people too like people with addictions are still people too they're still human beings and generally they're in the lowest part of their life when they're doing this type of stuff a lot of people make it out of it and a lot of people don't so i don't want to make this super silly it is kind of sounds a little silly but i do want to make sure that i state that because it is not a game it is not a joke it is a it is a epidemic of its own but this is what's happening so think about this what's going to happen in a hundred years when we're all gone maybe i mean they're creating like fake organs and stuff so some of y'all rich motherfuckers may be out there living with (laughs) plastic organs and stuff which you do you but i'm i'm okay with going through my process of uh getting older i guess but the point is is like think about what it's going to be in a hundred years um you know when there's there these people are all gone and then you have a bunch of these different types of thought form energies running around you know maybe that has something to do with the state of the society because you know in the last hundred years we have changed so much humanity has and we've been forced to we were born on this earth 
Okay. We were born on this earth. We were put here and now we have to pay to be here. We have to pay to live. We have to pay to drink water. That was free. We have to pay to eat. We have to pay to have electricity, which that is technically a privilege. Our ancestors and our family or whatever lived without that stuff. But at the same time, it's like it's it's got quite ridiculous and it's causing a lot of turmoil and they've taken away our spirituality. And I'm not trying to get too off topic, but it really has a lot to do with what we're talking about, because these things can actually make it harder for people to manifest and to meditate because the energy like sometimes and I'll get into that later, but I will say this. It's sometimes it's a lot harder to meditate when the energy around you is all fucky, like in funky, you know, like it's just sometimes it's just I've had that experience before. But yeah, so I guess we're just going to cover um, some information again about uh, manifestation again, visualization. Um, Emily, do you have anything you'd like to say about the visualization part of how you visualize things with mm -hmm. your psychic abilities? Um, or related to manifestation. Yeah. So like, for example, when there's a negative entity and I have to kick it out. So before I got to where I am now, I used to literally have mental practice where I would just literally go through training, like physical training, but in my mind of me defeating these entities. So when they did come, I could just go whap bam boom take care of you you're done bye and it would just be easy and it's just a repetition thing until your body automatically just does it without thinking right and visualization is super important for psychic abilities like that's what I worked with with my with my client we had the same vision of a house covered in vines and I, my assignment for her, since she was seeing the same thing that I saw before I ever talked to her, was to go and cut these vines away from this house. It was for her to visualize cutting away these vines and it helped heal her past trauma. So, and that is a form of manifestation because it's not just about getting what you want out of life. Manifestation goes much deeper than that and it's actually you know, the, again, this is the introduction episodes to psychic abilities. So the, the, this is very important. This is a very important step to learn and to understand. You do have to use that visualization technique. You do have to use your imagination to be able to reproduce things in the spirit. Your imagination and you'll see. <laughs> now I want chocolate, damn it. Yeah, down the chocolate river on a chocolate boat. Yeah, I'll take the chocolate river over the strawberry river any day, baby. Yeah, I don't like And somebody probably got that reference. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, yes. But yeah, so definitely get the, the mental images that you want to manifest your goals, your, you know, um, dreams, desires, uh, even in the act of being a person that has psychic abilities. We all have abilities, but per, uh, somebody that's, working towards that type of stuff when you try to go up against something paranormal like emily said if you have to you never want to put yourself in a situation where you're bucking up against entities for absolutely no reason because you're going to get yourself in a world of mess yep do not poke and prod it is not appropriate 
It's not spiritually appropriate. You don't poke and prod anything. It's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It don't matter how malevolent it is. If it's leaving you alone and you see it, you leave it alone too. And that's just my way of doing things. Somebody may disagree. If you disagree, pl- mm-hmm. please feel free to write us because I would like to talk to you and understand why you disagree with that. Because, I mean, we're looking to have a conversation, not necessarily debate, but that's just my my personal advice to anybody that's getting into this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, visualization is super important. Um, that's what I did with my client. I'm just using that as an example. Um, this thing was attacking her in the physical from the spiritual. And I went to her location, remotely viewed it, put her in a bubble, pushed this thing off of her, pushed it out her door, and then Hulk slammed it through the floor and it stopped immediately. And I didn't tell my client anything. It was all visualization. She didn't even know I had the ability to do that. And I said, how are you feeling now? And she was like, I'm fine. What did you do? And then I told her, you know, because we have to, we can't, we have to withhold a little bit of things sometimes to make sure there's not a biased opinion and it's helped to help us validate because we have to like, you know, we had to trust in this process too. You have to trust in the visualization process. So affirmations. Affirmations is personally something that I have not worked a lot with, but I do understand about affirmations. And I think they are very important, especially in the spirit. I'm doing a lot of this episode with spirit. Spirit's helping me with this a lot today, guys. Um, Affirmations are super important for people that are suffering from depression people that are suffering from being at a low vibrational state, people that have past trauma, people that are suffering from paranormal incidents, like daily affirmations are good for people that need that self-esteem boost. They're good for everybody. They're good for everybody. But really, if you're struggling um, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, consider putting some affirmations into your daily routine. Um, I've really been pushing spiritual practices. Like that's something I'm really pushing. Like I'm trying to develop a plan of attack <laughs> for people, not like a plan of attack, but like a, a, to attack the day really like, and how I can help you guys, you know, initiate your daily routine and spiritual practices. Do you have anything you want to add about affirmations? I mean, the only thing I really ever done with affirmations is like before I would have to do a school project and present in the front of a class, I would have to be like, okay, just go first, go second. You're going to be fine. You're not going to be as bad as some of these other people. Like (laughs) you're going to be fine. And then it always helped me succeed. That's great. Yeah, that's a great example. And, you know, it just reminded me of like going live. I went live for the first time last night. And, you know, I always have a bit of anxiety. I don't have as much anxiety as I used to before I filmed the podcast. And y'all may not be able to tell because I get into another frame of mind. I get into another part of myself to be able to do stuff like this. <clears throat> Even though I'm a Gemini and I have, you know, a socially butterfly type personality, I still have like my the other side of that is my cancer side. And I have to prepare myself to do things that either get released to the public to be on video and stuff like that. And I do kind of the same thing because a lot of times, you know, I'll worry about what I look like. I'll worry about, you know, the the insecurities that we have, which can be partly intrusive thoughts that we've spoke about in the past, things that are not a hundred percent of our own like thoughts and or thoughts that are coming from a lower vibrational space within our energy field. 
So yeah, affirmations are great because I have to tell myself, you got this. I give myself a little pep talk. I'm like, you got this. You do this all the time. You're fucking awesome. You're beautiful. You know, I have to tell myself that because a lot of times, I mean, I know a lot of people suffer with the same thing. So I'm sure somebody can relate to me with what I'm saying with that. Let's see. Gratitude. We're moving on to gratitude. It is very important to be thankful for what we have. We all were, you know, blessed with what we have. There's people in places that don't have very much. And sometimes they're some of the most happiest people in the world. But being thankful for what we have is super important. Again, just like it lines up with uh, gratitude and forgiveness are one of the biggest things when you start your spiritual practices. If you want to advance in your spiritual practices, make sure you have your gratitude and your forgiveness. I'm putting forgiveness in there even though it's not part, well, kind of, kind of about manifestation because if you're holding on and harboring feelings uh, about things, you may not be able to manifest as well. So I'm going to actually add that in there 100%. Gratitude and forgiveness. If you're not practicing gratitude and being thankful for what you've been gave by you know, chance, spirit, destiny, the hard work that you've done or the hard work that somebody's done for you to make you have the life you have and you're not forgiving people for hurting you. I mean, it's like a forgive, not forget type thing. We don't have to forget what people have done to us, but and it's, sometimes it's harder than others because every situation is different from one extreme to another. But yeah, if you, if you want to move further in your spirituality and you want to be more advanced, then you have to get in tune with that vibration of gratitude and forgiveness and you will go a lot farther because I had to do the very same thing. I had to stop saying, man, why does all this happen to me? It always happens to me. Well, bitch, you got a yod in your charter. Somebody call, some people call it a yod. I call it a yod because that's what I, what I was taught, but that's, it's, I'm supposed to have that happen. We are supposed to have bad things happen to us so we can appreciate the light. Um, but yeah, gratitude, super important. Yeah, I would say I started to learn that A, I have to be more appreciative to my spirit guides and be grateful for all the work they've done and have helped me, you know, um, strive to do better. But also I started welcoming, well, not welcoming bad things, but I'm not taking it as negative anymore and I'm seeing it as a good thing because it's a learning experience and without that learning experience you don't grow exactly and that's part of it and you know it's like take the lemons and make lemonade this is kind of what we're saying here if you can I mean tragic 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 things happen and we're not saying get over it mm -hmm. we're not saying just get over it and forgive and be grateful that that happened to you that's not what we mean everybody heals in their own time but the point is really allow yourself to heal Mm -hmm. and even from your paranormal stuff like this it's just like what my client's going through right now she's allowing herself to heal she is a I would say a star student like I can't I couldn't ask for a better client and I'm, I keep saying this because like it's it's the point of the type of work that me and Emily do you have to be willing to make changes for this stuff to stop and to go away when it comes to paranormal situations and hauntings and it's not just as easy as burning sage you have to do it with manifestation with intentions and again take action you know action is the most important thing we can't sit around and wait for things to happen 
we can't sit around and feel sorry for ourselves and be like, well, nothing good ever happens for me and I'm just going to stay in the position where I'm not growing and I'm not going to try to better myself because there's no point and all that kind of stuff. All that is lower vibrational thinking. We all experience that. But again, I've already talked about taking action quite a bit, but I just want to reinforce the fact that action is one of the most important steps. If you have a goal, you have to work towards that goal. That could be school. That could be, you know, you doing research on your own. It can be a lot of things like that. Anything like that. Taking the action. And if it comes to relationships, like we normally don't do love readings. That's not normally our area of expertise. But if you want a relationship, you're going to have to put yourself out there. And you're going to have to take action to be able to manifest your desired partner. Like Emily actually can attest to that. I don't know if you want to share that, but you have a great example of that. Oh, yeah. So I was getting frustrated because I just had two back-to-back -back crappy relationships and I was like, this fucking sucks. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm psychic. I can find, I can find me a good man. <laughs> and I pretty much said, spirit guides, please, 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 please show me who I'm supposed to be with. And I saw an image of him and then I went on like, one of the dating apps and I scrolled until I found him. <laughs> yep. But yeah, that's really cool. Uh, definitely. Um, I mean, that's a great example and it's a, it's lucky, but you know, I did their, I looked at their synastry and they were literally fated to meet. So that's a blessing in itself. And, you know, it might not work obviously that way for everybody, but you can also, you can put that positive intentions into your relationships, whether it's friends or family. Like I did that when, you know, I was, I've said this before and it's very vulnerable really, but when I got into this, I really didn't have anybody that I could relate to. And I like literally prayed for God to send me people, my tribe, and he answered. And, you know, I found a lot of people that I can relate to and he continually sends me people. Like I'll know if, if there's, there'll be social, I know this is kind of, sounds kind of like creepy podcast girl. And I've said this before, but I don't mean it this way. Like I can be on socials and I'll be drawn to somebody's account. And the next thing I know, they'll be in my inbox or I'll make the initiation again, take action. And uh, actually with the psychic sleuth um, that happened, like spirit drew me to her and she was open enough to uh, accept that. I mean, I told her off the bat, I'm like, Hey, you know, and we started chatting in the chat and everything and like became friends. And, um, I told her, I said, spirit has, you know, drew me to you for some reason. I said, and I'm following what they say. And I helped her get like a table when she was, you know, getting her channel up and going. And now she's, she's become very successful in her work and she's a brilliant, you know, psychic medium and she's helped many people. And I saw that in her and I didn't have really the means to do much, but I knew that I wanted to help her in any way I could within my means. And you'll be drawn to people like that in life, whether it's friendships, relationships, it's destined. You are destined to meet people like that. And again, manifestation, you don't even have to put the name on it. You just start writing out your goals, especially for the young folks, even people that are, you know, our age and stuff. We, we kind of, we kind of know the deal of life, but for the, for those of you that are younger, I mean like late teens, early twenties, it's really, really, really hard right now to live. We get that. Like we've lived a little bit longer. I'm about 16 years older than somebody that's 20 right now. And things hadn't always been like this. And I am so sorry. <laughs> I really am because y'all have it really tough, but manifestation 
does work. Keep your head up, like for real. Like I feel the need to say that because I know a lot of people are struggling out there. So that's um besides anything Emily wants to add, that's really all I have for manifestation. I was gonna say victim mentality is the worst possible mindset to be in because that just pretty much throws your opportunity of manifestation away. Yep. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it it's not to say that stuff won't happen for you because it will, but it will block a lot of it. Yep. It will block a lot of it. You are blocking a lot of your potential like by what Emily said. I agree. But yeah. So Hey there, curiosity connoisseurs. Are you intrigued by all things strange, weird, and unusual, but too embarrassed to talk with your friends and family about it? Well, we're your family now. Join me, Chronically Curious Katie. And me, Combat Veteran Chris, as we don our tinfoil hats and question everything. From crazy mysteries, out-of-this-world conspiracies, and the unbelievable happenings all around us. Let's try to stay sane as we laugh and explore together through our podcast, Stop Thinking With Your Butt. Wherever you like to listen. Hey Lamp Fam, we have some exciting news to share. We've teamed up with the owner Daniel Class of the infamous Haunted Hensdale House in Hensdale, New York to help support the ongoing restoration efforts of this iconic location. We believe in the value that the Hensdale House has offered to the paranormal research teams across the country and want to help ensure that this location will be available for years to come. If you would like to help join the restoration efforts of this iconic location, we ask you to check out their merch store at danielclass.shop slash lightsatmidnightp or click on the link located in the description box below our Linktree link and browse through the many awesome shirts, hoodies, accessories, autographed posters, and much more that you can purchase at a discounted rate, but only through our personal link that is danielclass.shop slash lights at midnight p and use code lights at midnight p all caps if you're into collecting haunted memorabilia they even have a piece of the hensdale house you can actually own a little tiny piece of the wood from the construction from the old house you actually can take that home with you it is a haunt it would be considered a haunted object guys so just saying But anyways, I assure you, if you're a fan of the paranormal, you do not want to miss out on this opportunity. Again, to help support the restoration efforts of the Hensdale House and pick up some super awesome merch, follow the link provided and use discount code to get 10% off your entire order. The code again is lights at midnight P and join us in our support spooky campaign efforts to help out others in the psychic and paranormal community. Hello, I'm Rebecca Rosewood. And I'm here to help you keep your curses hexy and your hexes sexy in this snarky, true crime and paranormal podcast. If you like a little personality with your true crime and a little scare with some flair, Thrice Cursed is the podcast for you. Thrice Cursed will be coming to you anywhere you listen to podcasts in October. Until then, you can find me on social media such as Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Thrice Cursed Pod. Until then, keep it hexy. I guess, Emily, we're going to be moving on to meditation next. Yep, yeah, doodles. So, if you don't know what meditation is, it's a practice where an individual uses a technique such as mindfulness or focusing the mind on a particular object, thought, or activity to train attention and awareness and achieve a mentally clear and emotional 
calm and stable state. Meditation is practiced in numerous religions and traditions. And there are a few types. Well, I should say there's more than a few types. I feel like you could literally make anything a meditation, but here's some examples. So you can do mindfulness meditation, and it's a type of meditation where you focus your attention on the present moment. You can do this by focusing your breath, your body, and your thoughts. And then you have guided meditation, and it's a type of meditation where you listen to a recording that guides you through the meditation process. This can be helpful if you are new to meditation or if you find it difficult to focus on your own. And then you got mantra meditation, and that's where you repeat a mantra, which is a word or a phrase over and over again. And you know what? You can use this with affirmations. And this can help to quiet your mind and bring you peace. And then there's transcendental meditation, and that uses a mantra to help you achieve a state of deep relaxation. We have vipassana. I probably said that all wonky donkey, but it's a type of meditation that involves observing your thoughts and feeling without judgment. This can help you understand your mind and emotions better. I feel like I do that a lot. <laughs> and then there's walking meditation, which is literally you walk slowly, but mindfully and this can help you connect with your body and the present moment. And no matter what type of meditation you choose, the most important thing is to find a method that works for you and to be patient. It may take some time to develop your meditation practice, but the benefits are worth it. And guys, you don't have to do the stereotypical like legs crossed, eyes closed, and um. Like if you're somebody with some like ADHD for example and you can't sit still then maybe that kind of meditation ain't for you maybe the walking one would be better or like drawing and writing for me work chess are there other ones that you do so I will insert something here because it's so interesting how spirit gives me things uh, along the way before I record these I literally wasn't looking anything up. I wasn't Googling. I was just scrolling through shorts and on, or no TikTok actually. And the, one of the last TikToks I saw today was a lady talking about um, a man moving in with monks, like in a monastery. And they would not allow him to join the sessions. Cause you know, that's all they do is med. I mean, they do a lot more, but they do a lot of meditating, like a lot. You know what they made him do at first? They made him clean. They made him clean. That and that, yes, because the act of solely taking on and cleaning, cleaning and doing that and, you know, being in your own thoughts and not being distracted. It's not like cleaning your house with your, like me, cleaning your house with three kids running around just to tear it back up. We're not talking about that. We're talking about cleaning at a monastery. Okay. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying though? And they had him clean, um, the place and everything and after so so long they allowed him to join in into the meditations mm. and you know it helped him and it's even it was even said that by doing the cleansing and stuff it actually helped him be more patient and helped him manifest better so if you're having what it told me was 
And I literally just thought about this. I didn't even think about the correlation to what we were talking about. So spirit is really helping me and I'm showing gratitude right now <laughs> because, because, um, yeah, it, it, it means something that means if you're having problems meditating, no, you don't have to meditate like by like a Buddhist monk. You can do it through, like Emily was saying, art, journaling, cleaning, walking outside, being in nature, whatever brings you that contentment and keeps your mind quiet. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be just sitting still because personally I do struggle with that. Sometimes my meditation comes at night um, and it can come with even background noise. Like a lot of times I'll do better if I have like a podcast playing or just something playing in the background. And then I can like split my mind at that point and tune all that stuff out. So for me, a lot of it, um, I have done meditations, but I do meditations with crystals and stuff. And I like to do them with uh, whatever specific crystal that I'm drawn to. One of the things I do like to do sometimes, I don't do it, I don't do it all the time, but I would like to do it more is with the cycles of the moon. I pick the crystals I don't want to work with that month based on my manifestation and intentions, which maybe I'll talk about a little more later, but that's just a prime example. And I'll use uh, the crystals to meditate. That helps me a lot because I can like feel the energy because I think one of the things that we were talking about last night on the live that makes a lot of sense to me and I have not thought about is I feel like I've become ADD that now that I have abilities and it makes sense because we're constantly split, not constantly, but a lot of times we're split. We have our intuitive side and our spiritual side is generally in tune with our waking side. That's not, that's not a hundred percent common for everybody. And it might not be common for everybody, but eventually I think a lot of people in their spiritual journey, they either understand or will understand what I'm saying. Um, and you can, I mean, you can do meditation a lot of ways. Guided meditations are really cool for folks that are, you know, just getting into it. One of my favorite um, meditations, which I've um, actually talked about before, is where, you know, you relax all the part of your body and then you envision the golden stream of light from divine energy coming down through your crown and you imagine silver stream of light from the ground coming up through your tailbone. So from the crown and the root chakra and meeting around your heart and merging together. And it really did a lot for me. Like it felt great. And that was a guided meditation. But once you learn it, you don't have to like hear the guided stuff anymore. You can just do it on your own. It was very simple. And there's other types of manifestations where that have to do with visualization. So for certain cycles of the moon and certain times of the year and whatever your practices are, it doesn't matter. Like if you want to pull in more intuition, you can imagine, um, you can do visualization meditations and you can, that's how like you can meet your guides and stuff. But sometimes people just need a little bit more direction and sometimes we don't. So um, I definitely have worked with visualization uh, and I've definitely done meditation through like writing and drawing and all that kind of stuff. Like even about, I, I left this out about manifestation for my jewelry business for Treasure Tree and Company. The things that I wanted to create, I would manifest through a journal. And a year later, I got to go back through that journal and see the things that, I, that are now in physical form. And that was a beautiful thing. But I did that as a form of meditation and manifestation. So um, that's kind of how I've done stuff okay. personally in my little story. I would say almost all my meditations are visual meditations. And then 
I will add something to it. So whether I'm walking or drawing or writing, I'm still visualizing as I'm doing it. It's just something I've always done no matter what. And I also right. want to add in uh, meditation with frequencies and binaural beats and stuff. I think, is it, bi- I always thought it was binaural, but I'm country as hell. Binaural? So binaural, binaural, or it's one of those, y'all guys, you know what we're Got talking about. Got one going <laughs> off right now. <laughs> Oh, shit. No, I used to actually, I've used those before. I have used mm-hmm. the frequency meditations and I have used the, I'll just stick to binaural because I don't know how you said it, but <laughs> I've used it before. Mm-hmm. I don't like the binaural ones. I'd rather do frequency, but if I had a choice, I just don't use sound unless I'm outside and I have natural nature sounds. Because I get so distracted by the sounds and it gets on my nerves eventually. (laughs) That's understandable. And everybody's different. Um, I started using the binarial, binarial, binocular beats. Um, (laughs) I started using those probably about six years ago. And I didn't even realize at that time it was like, I mean, I kind of did, but it wasn't on my priority list. I used it to sleep. And um, then, like, now I have got into using frequencies every once in a while when I feel like it, like healing frequencies and stuff. But you do have to be careful because there are certain frequencies that can attract lower vibrations. And there are certain frequencies that attract higher vibrations. Therefore, you have sound cleansings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, when we did the um, the collab on my channel about your original story, like the first time you were talking about it on there. Yeah. Um, some a-hole sent us under that video a link of the, it's like a frequency of the negative entity associated with the one you were talking about. Yeah. I had to delete that. Yeah, that's so childish. Yep. Like, like that's really going to work for us. Mm-hmm. How does he think that's going to go? Anyways, we're not lowering our vibration. Nope. <laughs> you could take a walk. Take a walk, buddy. Yeah. Take a walk. To your bridge. Think about what you... Yeah, to your bridge <laughs> and get under it. Yeah. Got to have the toll. We got to play the toll. Yeah, there would be a lot of tolls and karma paid for that kind of stuff. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So there are some benefits to meditation. So it reduces stress and anxiety, which I can attest for that. It improves focus and concentration, increases self-awareness and compassion, promotes relaxation and well-being, can help to manage chronic pain, and may help to slow the aging process. So maybe that's why we look that's so what they young. Say. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And I like Sephora, girl. And that's why I get carded uh, at movie theaters still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was definitely uh, aged well, and it's like everything changes when you're 35, so be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. I mean, my wild. body's trying to kill me, but at least I look like I'm 15. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but the way you said it's kind of funny. I feel you, though. That is facts, though. But you know what? You're doing darn good. Yep. You're doing you're doing a lot better. Everybody send her. And please for me, because my back's been bothering me. So if anybody wants to send us some loving, healing energy, we would greatly appreciate it. And I mean that all sin- with all sincerity. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate you guys for, like, 
listening and tuning in every week and you know a lot of we know who a lot of you are and y'all fucking rock guys are super special awesome yeah super fucking special awesome mm-hmm. and then meditation can be practiced for any length of time some people can do it for five to ten minutes or you can do what i was doing which is like two to three hours but i'm weird so you know there's that it is important to find a time and place where you will not be interrupted. You may want to sit in a comfortable position with your back straight and your eyes closed. You can even try the binaural beats like we said and calm sounds and different frequencies. And then when you first start meditating, it is normal for your mind to wonder when this happens. Gently bring your attention back to your breath or your chosen focus. There is no need to judge yourself or get frustrated. Just keep practicing. And with time, you'll find it easier and stay focused. Meditation can right. be a powerful tool for improving your mental and physical health. It can help reduce stress, anxiety, depression, as we stated. And it actually can help improve your sleep. I'm okay. I'm guilty of this. I lay down sometimes when I meditate. And especially if I'm trying to go to sleep, I'll do that because I'll immediately go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times where I do my meditations at night, sometimes I don't have control over what I see. Like, and yeah. this is factual for, I can take it right back to my client's situation. Three days before I ever knew my client existed, this entity was already, um, contacting me through like my my sleep and awake time like where I like to kind of get my mind clear and I don't always have negative experiences like but a lot of them can be because of the work that I do but for example last night I was taken to a beach and I was literally I was laying on the sand and I could just feel the sand running through my hands and that was a really nice experience and there was somebody there with me I think a human spirit come up and like bugged me or whatever but um I started seeing the entity just as my client saw the entity but what she saw it with hair I didn't same body posture and everything and this came in through my meditation session so depending if you do any type of spiritual work even if it's just for yourself you can have these times interrupted by things too. So I don't know if you want to talk about that yet, but that just reminded me of yeah. like <laughs> how it can be positive or negative. Like that's how me and Emily see some stuff. And a lot of times I don't even have, I don't have to try to see it. Like, it's not like I'm trying to see it, but I've had several uh, things come through and interrupt my meditation. And, you know, we're going spooky here. Cause I mean, for real, it does that. And this goes back to the, what we've told you guys, or if you're just new to the podcast, when you close your eyes and you start to see things with your eyes closed, that's even though you might think that's normal for everybody, it is not. See, I didn't know that. Like, okay, I know it now, but when I was getting into this, I thought seeing shapes and all that stuff was normal. And I was told, no, that's not normal. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Yep. But yeah, yep. I was seeing all sorts of things like shapes, faces, like so many things. Yep. And if you're not having anything intrude into that time, uh, you will see, like she was saying, shapes and colors, maybe geometrical stuff. That's how it normally starts out. But then that's how it was for me. 
But then I started seeing, like, when I had my haunting and I was living in the Hell House, uh, the Hensdale Hell House. I have my own Hensdale House, too, uh, guys. But uh, not the same one we're talking about with the promo, but that's what I call it. Uh, the Haunted Hensdale House or whatever. That's kind of what I call my haunting, too. So just not to be confused with our promo. Um, but, yeah, I would see, like, the same three to five face shapes. And I saw them repetitively. And then I started waking up with scratches on my back. But that's because I did not understand how to protect my energy. But even now, I see them, but I don't have the same issues. But sometimes they can get really intense. Like, I've checked in on somebody because they have a python spirit attached to them. And when I checked in on this energy, I even did some manifestation work with candles and stuff, which is something, like, we didn't talk about. But just know we'll get into some more of that stuff later because we have a special guest coming on that probably save that kind of stuff for. We'll just leave it at that. But... Um, basically, yeah, I went and looked into it and this 40 foot, I would estimate it to be because it took up a lot of like, it was outside and I was really small and it was really big comparatively. And the last thing I remember before I got spiritually attacked as in the form of an anxiety attack out of nowhere was this like 40 foot long Python looking snake like bite at me and then everything went black for the next two hours, I had full-fledged anxiety attack, heart rate, pressure, numbness, all kinds of stuff, like things that want to make you go to the hospital. So that can happen during meditation if you're suffering from a haunting. Mm -hmm. I personally pushed for that because I wanted to see. But sometimes when you push for things that you want to see, you get more than you bargained for. That hasn't happened to me lately. This was a while ago. I'd say like over a year ago. Um, And in the last year, I do have to say my abilities have really, really come into fruition. And I will say that the astrologer that I worked with to learn how to do some of the stuff, some of the services I'll be providing for people like identifying intuition and stuff. She told me that coming like when the last one of the last sessions I had with her about a year, year and a half ago she told me that I would start having more visual stuff and I sure as you know what did. So that's just one thing to be careful with with man- uh, meditation is like you can have those types of experiences, but don't don't freak out. Don't stress, you know, guys, don't, you know, you just take it as it comes. Mm-hmm. Like you really just have to take it as it comes and deal with it energetically as it comes, you know, and if it continues to happen and you're having nightmares and stuff, because sometimes meditations like, you know, you'll go to sleep and then they'll go into nightmares. Or if you're me, you just astral project. <laughs> Cause every time right. I do it. Okay. So you know how you were talking about splitting your attention. So like I do this pretty much all day, every day, and I don't do it on purpose. It just happens. But my attention is split and then I astral project and I'm doing another thing. And I do that when I meditate too. And I've had attacks where, you know, I was meditating on my beanbag chair and I am put in almost a sleep paralysis, but I'm not sleeping because I'm meditating and I did not fall asleep. And I had been stuck a few times and literally ghost my dog had to get me out of it. And it's strange because I feel like he knows when I'm in that kind of situation but every single time I've had it he's just got me out of it and I've been lucky yeah and that's been that's one thing about 
her puppy, he's not a puppy anymore, but ghost, like, he's very in tuned to her spiritual energy, because animals are spirit, you know, they're spiritual too, like, and they're to help us, and he really does, it's a really awesome connection. He's my baby. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, that's all I've got on the meditation. If you want to learn how to meditate or figure it out, I mean, you can always YouTube it, Google it. There's so many resources out there. For sure. And again, this is just like an introduction to, you know, manifestation and meditation. We want to provide like um, just a standard foundation before we move forward. Uh, like I said earlier, we're moving up the vibrational scale. We want people to understand the important things before we jump right into talking about and identifying different types of psychic abilities and getting into all that jazz. So, yeah, guys, for sure. And we got a lot of cool things again coming up. Remember, if you're interested, check check out our link tree and go check out the merch store for the Hensdale House in New York and help support the restoration efforts there. Again, on Wednesday, we are going to be featured in part two with Kevin with Where the Weird Ones Are on his podcast. Again, you can watch it on YouTube or you can listen on Spotify and Apple. And Emily, do we have anything else that we need to tell our super fucking awesome listeners? Uh, um, <laughs> I turned my uh into an ohm. <laughs> yeah um but yeah guys i think that is a wrap until next time peace out peace out girl scout boy scout hey if you have a haunted story you want to share you can email us at lights at midnight podcast at gmail.com get in touch with us there we'd love to hear from you we really appreciate y'all uh hanging around and checking it out and yeah thank you so much we are super excited to bring you some super awesome content we really appreciate you guys checking us out thank you to all that took the time to listen to this week's episode your support means the world to us and remember all of us have the ability to shine brightly and shed positivity even in the darkest of places stay safe stay well and light it up